Hello everyone, I'm Kat Farmer. And I'm Marianne Jones. And this is Been There, Done That, Got the Podcast. Right, so this week I've been there, done that, and you're, why are you laughing? I'm not laughing, it's because you hate it and I love it. I don't hate it. Basically, I've had, when I say I've had my hair cut, I've had quite a chop. I don't think you have. And I know you say you've had four inches off, but yeah. to me, I yeah. think when people have, you know, it's still long, but they've had the ends off. In their eyes, it's loads. In my eyes, it just looks kind of thicker well, actually, and fuller. Actually, I think it's nearer five. I mean, I'm going on, obviously, you know, a man's definition of inches. So actually, it's probably six. Probably <laughs> it's a, a good eight. <laughs> half my hair chopped <laughs> off. No, but actually, it's not long. You and like it long, long. I know, I know, I know, I know. Think of it as a spring clean. Yeah, but it takes so long to grow. I like it anyway. You've got a sandwich on your glasses. Have I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've not even been eating a sandwich. What, crisps? Oh, I've been eating your yeah. crisps. Eat my crisps. Yeah. Crisps on your glasses. I, I had to tell you because it's really distracting. I did you come in. I, I did come in and kind of go in Muppet style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so it's not, but it's not a bob and it's, it's, it's a lob, I think you'd say. But it's not even that. It's oh, I love a lob. Well, it's in between. It's that sort of, it's a meh, nothing here, nothing here. I had to have it done. And do you know what? I don't, I don't regret it. It is so much healthy. It does feel like a new head of hair. It looks shiny and nice. And apparently that lob, as you call it, long bob, apparently just shoulder skimming is the most flattering length really? for a woman. Yeah. For, for a woman over 40. Mm. I don't know why it's over 40. Okay. No, I don't care. But that's a little bit like saying everyone should wear navy. And as we're sat Which here, well, I am, and you're wearing black. All right. It's non it's, the non dopamine dresses. Yeah, as we are. It's got a, it's got a little bit of a shine to it, Maz, because it is still my birthday. <laughs> I'm not. We're going to mention it. Then it's done. The yeah, because this done. this birthday is about as long as January, which has been a hell of a long time this year. Oh, cute. <laughs> no, I think the point is, is that I've not actually celebrated my birthday in so many, so many years, apart from last year and this what? year. I'm making a, I've, I've said this to you before. Well, hang on, what was that massive party I went to last year? For I you? said apart from last year. All right, okay. Life, let begins, off. life begins at 50. 51. But yeah. no, so do you know what? I have to say, it does... And you know when you look in the mirror and you're a bit like, oh, I don't, I don't recognise them. Oh, I know that sounds really dramatic. Get your tiny violin out. That's what I mean. But when you're another person looking at you, yeah. that's not what you see. You just see that you've had, you, that your hair looks healthy and nice. It's a bit like when you have a spot and you think, oh my God, the entire world. And then see. you go and tell the entire world, don't you? You go, can you see my spot? But yeah. you go, hiya, can you see my spot? And they go, no, I didn't notice it. But now I can. <laughs> you try to cover it up. It looks like it's just basically like a sort of like grated parmesan on your face. You can't can, stop talking about it. it. Right. Well, anyway, I love it. And I have been there, done that this week. I've just been reading Mate of Mine, Polly Vernon. And she's, she's written in the Times. It's a, it's a TikTok trend <laughs> called loud budgeting. Can I just say, the way you say it? Did I say TikTok? It's like when my mom, you know, years ago, when your mom used to say something. The face of the book. No, I don't know. It's like the giraffe, the wham. The wham. Oh, my mom always put that in front of everything. Like if I work for Grazia, she'd go, she works for the Grazia. But I love it. I love the fact that the TikTok. Oh my God, we've turned into those people. Definitely. Out and talk. The tick of the talk, as you like to call it. Anyway, apparently there's, there's this trend of that's known as loud budgeting, which made me guffaw. 
because I have been doing loud budgeting. I've been telling everyone that I'm saving money. I've done this early spring clean of the finances, basically because I'm I'm broke. So I've cancelled the annual holiday insurance, which were quite rubbish anyway, when we had to cancel. And I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it as and when I go on, on the cheapest thing. I've decided that we're going to paint the house ourselves instead of getting someone in because the quote was eye watering. Oh my god, how much was it to paint? It was like it, it was it was like four grand to do the whole house to do the inside. No, it wasn't even every room. I actually don't think that. I know. I actually, it might was it more? I don't. I think. I just remember more. it was. I just remember thinking, no, I'm not. Because I was about that. to say for four grand. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of money. But it, did it include paint? No, didn't include paint. You had to get your own paint. I know, but if it's quite a lot. And paint's a lot. Paint's so much. I know. And and also, do you know what I've done? Are you that sort of person, listener and cat, that you're so lazy when it comes round and they'll go, oh, your house insurance will just automatically renew or your blah, blah, whatever insurance automatically renew. Do you shop around or do you just go, oh, they've only put it up by 50 quid. I'll just go with it because I can't be arsed. Okay, two things. One, have you seen my email inbox? The fact that you think I might... I know what is. camp you're in. You're in the same camp as me. You actually asked me that question and well, thought you might... You thought, no, I do. I thought maybe there might be an area of your life that you're really absolutely all over it, like a rash. Oh, my gosh! That sounded terrible. Oh. Do you know what I mean, though? Life admin. Oh. Life admin. Oh, don't know I'm that. really bad at it. I, and, yeah, I suspected you were the same and you are... I just let it slide. So, like, if you keep the same thing for, I'm boring myself now, for three or four years, you're probably paying, like, 200 quid more than you need to. So, I'm shopping around. It's dead boring. Are you using, it's worth it. You're using Compare the Market. I'd, now, which one do we use? I either use Martin's Money Saving Thingy Bob or Compare the Market. Yeah. Meerkat. Meerkat. I, I once say. did it because I, because I, I think there were free meerkats, meerkats going. We but I didn't it. get one. What? No. I mustn't have we we had one and the dog, yeah, the, the glasses didn't come out well. They Ginny didn't like the, the meerkat wearing glasses. Yeah, that was swiftly um, taken off her, which is a crying myopic small, meerkat. Yeah, crying small child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. And I thought that's a good thing to do in in January well now, February. Quite proud of myself. So anyway, that was so interesting. <laughs> Nodded off there. <laughs> anyway, this is more interesting because. We're going to talk about this in depth. Do you know you could segue, actually? It's quite good, because oh, cool. the long hair thing does actually segue quite neatly into it, doesn't it? Go on, it? then, segue. Well, I can't, because I can't I'm read your writing. I'm having a drink of your champagne. Yeah, we've got, I know, this is very decadent, isn't it? We've got, we've got, we've got champagne. Afternoon champagne, because we can. Yeah. Because we're still celebrating your birthday, even though it's February. It's even my not birthday. as we record. As, as we, we record, record. Because I'm going away next week. For work before you, we're just going to say that. We're getting this in early. It's not even being my birthday yet. My birthday tomorrow. God, this is so boring. So listen, as you listen to this, The Apprentice will have been back last (gasps) night. Love it. Even now, I love. It's a bit like Dragon's Den. It's been going for years. I still have to watch it. I love it. And in fact, we have a little WhatsApp group, us and the kids, because the kids, it's what the one thing we'd all watch. As a family, and the, the adult, there's because there's always a numpty, there's always you know, there's always something that that appeals to every bit of the family. So it will have been back last night, however, we won't have watched it. But what we have just done is read this story, forgive us, it's in the Daily Mail. So take it with whatever a pinch of salt 
you want to. But it was very, yeah, it was very, very interesting because Karen Brady, who's obviously the only woman on on the on the panel, isn't she? Panel, what do you call? Well, it? there are there are other women when they come to do the interviews, aren't they? Oh yeah, but not the because it's her. There's obviously Alan's the main fella. Claude, he comes well, and goes no, now, doesn't he? Tim does has been doing it more, and I loved him. Yeah. So Tim was one of the old Apprentice women. Oh, I like I him. I love him, but I have to say, well, Claude, oh you've got God. a crush on Claude, Massive. haven't you? Yeah. I know. I don't know what it is about Claude. Oh my God! Totally. Is it a power thing? I don't know. There was Claude, and then there was also years ago. Don't judge me, Harry from Spooks. I don't remember him. What? Do you remember Spooks? No, I don't oh, think God I watched sake. it. It was amazing. I'll anyway, have to look him Claude. up. <gasps> can, I just, can I just... call Claude Littler? Lit- Littner. Oh, Littner. There we go. I, I don't think it's Littler. <laughs> God, that would be the coincidence of all coincidences, wouldn't it? There couldn't be more different. Oh, my world's colliding. Do you know what I saw? Sorry, I'm going off on another complete tangent. Boy Swallows Universe. Oh, my God. Brian, what's his name? Brian Brown, who was you. who was in the Thornbirds. Told I looked you. It oh my god, he's seventy six. Does look amazing. He's sexy as. I know. Fit as, which is quite ironic. I, this is actually you're not going off on that much for tangents. No, it's quite relevant. We're bringing it back because yeah. Karen Brady was interviewed and she said that the BBC have apparently employed this glam squad in inverted commas. So makeup artists and hair people who've worked on Love Island to to basically make her not look her age, make her a bit more a, a bit more glam, and sh- she's quoted as saying, "Look, the thing that happens as you get older is your good days become less and less." <gasps> she's fifty four, and apparently it's about showing the candidates that they can be sexy and successful you are in the boardroom oh you what i've got all sorts of questions uh, it, uh, it, uh, what i am gonna say this will have been daily mailed up to the hilt okay yes so um i'm presuming the quotes are real whether the context is or not i don't know but that's what's been said online i read it and i just thought oh my god where do you start with that where do you start why what wow. wow karen brady 54 claude 74 74 lord sugar 76 they've no. not got the glam squad and apparently she said when she's having a like like getting it all done her hair and the makeup he says lord sugar says oh the scaffolding's out <laughs> wow Mm. Do you think, Kat, in the, because you're in the world of style and styling as well as everything else, do you think she's got a point? No. Not even close. I, I, do you know what? It's, it's really hard to unpick it, isn't it? Because from her perspective, I can understand that you want to look your best. Okay, you want to look your best. And, you know, I mean, I wrote a whole book on it. You know, the fact that... Get change people available in all uh, good bookshops. Yeah, one thing, anyway, it doesn't matter. I did one thing I asked Naz to bring today. Can you bring me my book? I know, I forgot it. And it's not because it's in the charity shop, like you claimed. So yesterday, you'll love this. So I said, I said, Matt, do me a favour. I said, I haven't got a copy of my book here. Can you bring yours? Yeah, absolutely. I said, unless you sent it to the the Chazza shop. She said, no, 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 I haven't. And I said, in inverted commas, Cue Marianne, Thursday morning, rushing out yeah, morning. every Chazza shop in Seven Oaks. Do you have a copy of Which there book? are many. Yeah. Anyway, so no. But no, but the point is, is that it, it's not vain. It's not um, fickle to say it's a, it's a fact of life that if you feel you look great, you will feel great. 
Okay, so if you look great and you think, I know, I'm really pleased with how I look, I love the way I look, I love the way I look, you will feel better. Full stop, end off. That's psychological. That is nothing to do with being vain or being fickle. It's just how we, and men, feel. It's not just a female perspective from this. So I can understand that. But to say that your best days are over, I mean, that makes you want to weep. Well, weep or punch someone in the tits. She says, yeah, your good days become less and less. Now... I would personally dispute that. I, I don't necessarily think that as you get older and female, your your good days necessarily have to become less or less. I personally think that when you are older, I mean, I, I put um, I put a picture up of me the other week to, to many people's amusements of me when I was shot for a feature and I was in my 20s. I looked ridiculous. I'd had all the hair and makeup Shirt was awful. Hairstyle literally looked like yeah. I was wearing my dog on my head. It, uh, makeup all frosty, and everybody said it was like like your kind of American newsreader yes. styling. Yes, yes, yes. I mean that was wasn't the, that. Yeah, well, it was the end uh, early nineties. Okay. Now that particular picture wasn't my natural style, but I think you only do become very comfortable about your style, including your hair, your makeup, what you like wearing. That little bit older. Don't you? I think it also comes down to, you know, hopefully the older you get, I found, I know you have, and I know lots of other women do find that they have more confidence in themselves. And I think once you have more confidence, you know, you don't, I mean, you look back, you know, we all look exactly the same. Whereas now, I think we don't, I think if you are able to, you know, take what you know is important to you and how you want to look, then yes, that's great. And I think you do just turn around and go, I don't really give a shit. But I think where the tricky thing lies, and this is something that we always have, and there will be people right now screaming at the radio saying, uh, the radio. What radio? What am I on? Are we on the radio? radio? (laughs) Tune into another station, everyone. (laughs) Shouting full stop. That's just me. I shout at everything. I say, okay, fine. If that's the case, Mm. if you are more confident in yourself, why do you feel the need to have those aesthetic procedures? Why do you feel the need to, I, I don't know, all those things. It, the, the thing that makes me always laugh, we come back to it time and time and time mm. again, is that it's just aesthetic procedures that are shoved onto the bus. Not wearing makeup, not the fact, for example, I put up the other day on Instagram about my, oh, was you that? Oh, yeah, my, your my, lippy. My moustache shave. Oh, your moustache shave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Yes, yes, yes. Now, the point is that most people, you only get your moustache, your moustache, your, I'm telling it to you, your moustache, 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 your moustache, gets worse the older you get. Embrace the moustache. Well, exactly. So, but it's okay for, to get rid of that. That's not vain. Or to have your teeth done. That's not vain. But as soon as you start going anywhere near a needle, to maybe, you know what, I want to put my teeth back where they were. I want to put, I actually want to put my face back sort of where it was. Yeah. People just go, oh, you're not embracing getting older. I am. I'm embracing getting older in my own way. But I don't think, I don't do it to look sexy. Word makes me want to vomit. Presumably in the world of of, of TV and TV programmes, she, and I mean, God, I mean, if there's a confident woman, Karen Brady's got to be it. Yeah. Do you think she's still un, under maybe pressure like Alan Sugar isn't and, and, and the other, the males on the show? to actually look glam, look glamour. Because they've not got the glam squad on them, have they? Well, I know you did mention, actually, that she gets loads of... Did you read, when you were reading this out to me earlier, did you say, oh, I just made this up, that she gets a lot of stick from... She gets a lot of stick about how she looks. 
not in that not in that feature. Okay, I, mean, I read it somewhere else. Said the fact that you know she does get you know people criticise criticise yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Know, where, she's under think, the microscope, whatever well, she wears. Isn't but she? Exactly. So much you'd never say. Oh my god, did you see the cut of Alan's suit? It was yeah, horrendous. Yeah. You know. Oh my god, did you see? It looked a little bit tubby in that. You'd, you'd never ever say that about. You'd a man. Never ever. And comment, also, yeah. Do you know the irony of all of this? You can guarantee that the people that have been criticising her are women. You always say that. Always. It's not going to be men. It's, I don't, I very, very much doubt, very, very much doubt that a man would go, oh my God, have you seen that hideous dress she's got on? Or, oh my God, look, she's looking really old. Or, oh my God, she's looking really puffy. Or, oh my God, her hair looks terrible. I really can't see a man would say that. I suppose though, you're, you're saying that from the point of social media and, and maybe your own, you know, Instagram, etc. feed in which you're, most likely to have a mainly female following. But no. So that would follow, wouldn't it? But uh, do you know what? Over all the years that I've done styling, it's women, when women come and they have insecurities, those insecurities predominantly have been fueled by other women. Mm, that's interesting. And I think... What question can we put out then about this? What poll? Well, I don't know, because I just think it's the sexy and the fact that you need to be sexy to be... That's to the be other thing. yeah. Um, that for me is the most yeah, disturbing thing. Yeah. So they've employed these makeup artists and, and new hair people to show candidates they can be sexy and successful in the boardroom. I would argue or pose the question: Why do you need to be sexy? Uh, it's just extraordinary. I don't. I have no idea. I, d- I don't know. It beggars belief. I also think, though, it comes back to it. It is sort of an apprentice thing. Over the last, I mean, it's been going for what now? How many God, years? Now? I don't know. I should have looked I that up. Years. But I actually think it's about nineteen. I, I think, think it is a lot stupid. longer than ten. Yeah. But I remember starting years and years. I've been doing it for years, and it would always be, you know, the apprentice wardrobe would always. It's like a category of its own. Yeah. And it is those sort of Roland Murray, you know, sort of caramel and dresses from circa. 1995 in primary colors jewel, jewel, jewel colors, colors, jewel colors. Yes. cobalt blue yeah like the, that kind of earth leger kind of bandage to their yes. body yes yeah. massive, it's a real look isn't it with massive heels and that was the apprentice look now in the last couple of seasons because it's one of the reasons i watch it because i am obsessed there have been more trouser suits but it is still this very corporate it is all the women you could see. I mean, uh, do you know what? I can't put words into their mouth, so maybe they weren't trying to be sexy. But, I mean, I never wore a dress like that to work. No. Ever. Oh, my God, could you see me in one of those? Oh, God, Absolutely. I give good money. Oh like my Dick God. Emery. Oh, my God, I give good... You would look... Oh, my God. I would... Oh, God. Can you do it? <laughs> I'm going to put you in. I'm going to put you in. an absolute oh shocker. I'm going to do it in uh, Quality, Quality Street Purple, because they love that oh, colour as well. So Red. What Red. should we ask? Should we actually ask then? Have you ever felt pressurised to look sexy at work? Is well, that a quest- good well, question? If you're a pole dancer, maybe. <laughs> well, that's in the job description, isn't it? Yeah. What or do you a think? Stripper? I don't know. Anyway, by the time this comes out, we'll have thought of a question. But let us know what you think about that. Yes, it's a good one, isn't it? And while we're on main women fronting up TV shows. Let's go on to our fashion whinge, not whinge, because this week I think it's going to be a fashion obsession. I'm obsessed, and again, as we're recording this... This isn't what we're going to talk about. No, I know, but it leads us on to what we're going to talk about. I've been obsessed with Claudia Winkleman's wardrobe in Traitors. We realised when I got here that the Traitors final 
is as we record this tomorrow. But I've just not been able to stop looking and then searching for all the links as to what she's been wearing. Because I think she's kind of brought a bit of a new genre about traitors dressing. And then you said she's been wearing quite a lot of mini skirts, mini kilts, mini skirts. She wore wore this absolutely stunning short uh, The Vampire's Wife dress. And then over to you, Kat, because you're wearing minis. Well, first of all, can I just say that as much as we love Claudia's wardrobe, actually, can I just say it's all down to Sinead McCaffrey, who is her stylist. So I heard it uh, her first, folks. Yeah, no, everyone, well, everyone, I hope everyone knows, you know, it's, Claudia doesn't go shopping for her own stuff. She looks amazing in it, and she obviously has a say in what she can, she does and doesn't want to wear. But it is Sinead who puts this wardrobe together and also her Strictly wardrobe. She's a genius and they obviously work really closely together to get that symbiotic relationship between you know stylist and client is um to, to make her look that good is is well done Sinead anyway so yes it's the, it's the, it's the mini skirt I wanted to talk about because which I can't see Karen Brady in well this is what I'm saying Karen Brady's 54 Claudia Winkleman's 52 interestingly but I think it's it's again it comes back to a style doesn't it you know, I couldn't see Karen rocking up in like a little kilt with like a chunky Aaron jumper, you know, a pair of tights and a pair of Chelsea boots. It's just not her style. So I think she almost veers towards that corporate, I would call it corporate sexy. Well, that's her world, isn't it? That's her natural world. Well, it is her natural corporate. world. Corporate. Karen, Karen. But why do you have to wear a corporate really... Well, because that's what she'll have always worn since she was 18, 19 and, you know, being in charge of a football club and had to feel like she had to look the part. I I worked in the corporate world and I can guarantee you I never wore anything along those lines, ever. What did you wear then when you were in the corporate world? I did used to wear, I did used to wear short skirts actually. I'd wear short skirts. I love a polo neck. It was more sort of Ali McGraw does corporate. Mind you, when I I had a, a period of wearing chunky p- polar necks and and short kilts, I had a brown kilt and I had I had them in different colours and I'd wear it with a chunky like a chocolate tight and a chocolate boot or ch- a chunky shoe. Well, also when I when I was corporate, it was very much the heyday of LK Bennett. So it was those. Yeah. Were, I mean, it was you know it was the kitten heel, the really yeah. point, at their back actually the pointy kitten heel, and I'd wear a very fitted polar neck. But you'd have looked sexy. I look like Velma off Scooby Doo. <laughs> you look like the other one off Scooby Doo. What's she called? Uh, the one who looks sexy Daphne. in it, Daphne. Where did that come from? Daphne and My Velma. Brain is full of shit. <laughs> um, no, and then I used to also wear sort of um, sort of cropped little uh, cropped little trousers with ballet flats. Actually, I did love a little. I did love, and, and again, the polo neck, a little blazer. Again, quite sort of Audrey Hepburn. But it was corporate, but it wasn't, I never wore anything that was overtly, overtly sexy. Did ever. you ever do cle- cleavage? I haven't got any spring cleavage. Because the picture they put up, and I think it might be the new shots for The Apprentice, although I could be wrong, Karen's got quite a bit of a bit of the old cleavage showing, quite a lot of cleavage. I did ha- I did used to have loads of boobs, but I had nothing. No, I did, but I did used to get my legs out. Not literally. Sorry. <laughs> Get your legs out for the lads. You see, I, I, when, obviously when I was younger, I had, I mean, I still have got big boobs, but when I was younger, they faced the right way. It, well, I don't think they were ever up. <laughs> they, I couldn't have, I couldn't have so talked to them in my socks about them. Wet, that way. Just that. But I would never, ever, 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 ever have felt comfortable in a low cut top. And you could say, well, why not? 
but I just, I'd have been mortified. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So the point is, full circle, I have been wearing recently, I bought it actually recently, a faux leather mini skirt. I have got one that I bought a couple of years ago. It's a little bit longer and I actually do wear that with, with bare legs. It's in the side. This is shorter. It's, it's quite short. Not really short, but it's, it's A-line as well. So it's not like a pencil skirt. Not that that makes any difference. So it's kilt-esque, but it's faux leather. It's like a really buttery, beautiful faux leather with white poppers down the front. And I wear that again with, a, with like a, you know, a chunky jumper, a blazer, and I had it on with, I had it on with yesterday, the other two days, knee-high boots, or like a little, those little cowboy funny boots, kitten heel boots that I've got. And yeah, very <laughs> opaque tights. Yeah. And my point is, is that, is it okay? And this is the big thing. Yeah. People say, you shouldn't wear a miniskirt at that age. But, so I can't, if you said, can't imagine Karen in one. Claudia's been wearing one, but it's been a kilt. I can't wear a kilt. I mean, I would look like I'd escaped from Centrinians in a bad way. No, but there are some kilts uh, from like Le Kilt, which is a brand I really love, that are quite plain and very, very chic. I like kind of a plain yeah. black kilt. Can just look really, really nice. Not a traditional well, style, fair, but... You know uh, as you're talking, I'm just thinking, it's not so much the kilt as in... I personally, I'm not a massive fan of tartan. And I know that the two aren't mutually exclusive, but generally, yeah. when, you, when you talk kilt, you go tartan. Tartan, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't be doing... Absolutely I not. did do a chocolate brown tartan in my younger days. That sounds nice. And it was quite a, min, a mini. It was very cute. It was very, very nice. But then Claudia will counteract the leg with a Doc Martin boot, won't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of cools it up. Yeah, well, she does, she does, she has been doing short dresses as well, but um, I mean, well, on Strictly, she does it with a stiletto. Mm. But this is obviously, you know, autumnal or winter, so she will do it with, with a boot. And I think, I said this, I can't remember what I was talking about, actually, on Instagram. I said about, I think, again, for, oh, I'm going to talk about my party again. I am wearing a, I'm, I just, it's nearly over. This is becoming like your cruise. Anyway, moving on. It's done though. It's only once a year. So I am wearing like a short. Longer. I'm wearing a short dress tonight, Maz. I'm wearing a short fitted tiny dress. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I've got a dress on for you today, but I it's know. not short. It's not short and it's knitted. Oh no, mine's like mine's a Christmas dress. Well, I can't wait to see that. But I could no way in a million years wear that with like a really elegant shoe. Oh my god! Because it would just look. Oh, I it would feel. It would just be. Do you think it'd just be a little bit over the top? Oh, it's just not me. So I'm wearing it with a boot. Yeah, exactly. Can I put a controversial question out there? And I would encourage you to be honest. Yes. Safe space and all that. Yeah. And it's anonymous. Are there any items of clothing out there, or shoe or whatever, accessory, that you feel are non-age appropriate? That's brilliant. That you just think after a certain age, I don't think you should really yeah. wear that. Just be honest, because we're not going to, we're not going to, that's brilliant. Give your name away. No. I just love to get a gauge on, on what people yeah. really think. It is. And my take on it is, or should we save my take? We can cover it next week. We'll cover it next week if you like. Cover it next week because what might come in and I can say why. And, and actually, 
it's fine if you don't want to wear it it's fine but I would never judge anybody else she says having just judged all the girls in the apprentice moving on very swiftly yeah I, do you know what i just think it's not it's not i don't judge them i just think it's i'm just intrigued as to why you would like you you want to dress in a sexy way for work and it's like a uniform as well isn't it but, but it's also such such a juxtaposition i mean we did touch on the fact that for if you are a in a certain industry hold on you know it's an industry which which you're very as you said in your job description you should be sexy but the point is, this is a corporate world. I would hope that, you know, you're, you're keen to have equality with, you know, your male counterparts. Where does the sexy bit come into this? Well, some might argue that the, the jobs, a lot of the jobs still go to the guys and the girls feel they have to look like that, under pressure to look like that. But that's what I'm interested to know. Is that why? Mm interesting yeah there we go okay moving on to from sexy to to something that i wouldn't have described as that sexy although it's nice cat not sexy all right it's our mesome threesomes so hang on a minute can, can i just finish oh, sorry. the thing oh, sorry. mesome threesomes trio treats keeping us through the week go on so are you saying that it's not hang on a minute bear with me caller are you saying that none of these are sexy or just my mark just my first one well, the third one's not sexy. Oh, you say that. Oh, all right. You the say the, that. The first one you put on for me, it's an item of clothing. And it's nice, but I wouldn't describe it as sexy. It's not supposed to be sexy. Right. It's functional. Oh, for God's Spit sake. Spit it out. All right. Okay, you've ruined it now. I just, you know, it was a birthday present from a friend. And it's a house of How many more times can she mention her birthday? Yeah, sorry. Just go on. Don't challenge me. Don't challenge me because I'll accept you're gonna that win. challenge. You're going to win. It's a robe. It's a, is it a kimono? I think it's called a kimono, actually. It's a robe. No, kimono is usually silk. Shut up, isn't it? Well, no. Oh, off she goes I, I, wandering. I, I, I've wandered away. I've wandered away. Do you it's know what? When you hear all these funny noises, listeners, it's, it's always cat scraping a stool back and um, picking something up. Okay. It's a robe. It's by House of Hammam. And I want to say... House like of Hammam. Hammam. Yeah. H-A-M-M-A-M. It's like a... It's like a cheesecloth almost. And it's got... These are all painted. It's got painted on eyes. And I love it. And it, it, I think they call it kimono style. Because it's got the long, like, bell sleeve. Like, fluted sleeve. Yeah, with a little fringe at the bottom. But it's kind of made from thick cream cheesecloth isn't yes. it is that what you'd call it yes it's got it's absolutely fantastic and it's already dirty up and down this morning i think it's coffee it's, it's very coffee. very 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 lovely it's absolutely beautiful it's handmade with love and do you know what in the morning if i come down and make a make a cuppa yeah a cup of coffee and I don't have to then go and get tractor trousers and sweatshirts put on because I don't actually have a dressing gown. Oh, I love Do dressing you? gown. Yeah. Because for that exact thing, you know I don't wear anything when I go to bed. So I wear pyjamas in the evening then I take them off to go to bed because I'm claustrophobic, can't have anything yeah. touching my skin. When I get up in the morning, I can't be bothered to put the, putting all the everything yeah, back on again. Same. So I've I've got a robe. So have I now. But mine's like a towel in pink one. All right, Nana. Nick said it looks like a giant condom. <laughs> so I am actually looking for a new one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know you get toweling. I mean, I've not seen a condom in a long time. No have I. <laughs> Are they now Not toweling? sure they make them into in five foot three toweling somehow. But um, but this one, that's, that's whoa, absolutely pink. fantastic. I need to know what shape. Oh, my God, my brain is now going. Stop. Oh. Anyway, it's very nice. House of Hammam robe. Covered in evil eyes, isn't it? That wards off yeah. bad luck. 
and they're great. There's a couple of neon ones there. It's great. They're painted, hand painted on. It's absolutely wonderful. And it was a it was a present from a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend. And I love it. Oh. And as she said, you are so, so difficult to buy for. Yeah. Impossible I only got you a caterpillar for. cake. That's amazing. Okay. That's good, you see. That's great. Well yeah. done. Yeah. It's useful. So, oh, what I'm going to do, sorry, oh, I'm gonna, uh, next week, I'm going to tell about all my birthday presents. I've got a whole album. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Let's have, yeah, let's do a birthday thing for every month of the year. Just eke it out till maybe August. Oh, no, I'm done now. I said I can't do it because people in bloody February and June get, they get cross. Well, I'm crossing no, it's, it's done. February. I'm making the most of it because it's January and now it's done. So I'm changing the mood completely. I am listening to a podcast by a writer and broadcaster called John Ronson, who's, who's been going for years. He's a very funny writer on Radio 4 called Things Fell Apart. And it's about the culture wars. And you might think, oh, that sounds a bit what? boring. I'm so sorry. It's, it's me about culture wars. Well, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean? About the polarisation of of culture, okay. the whole kind of so, Daily well, Mail, Daily Telegraph so, okay, so, polarisation right. of one set of people against another. Okay, two things. One, um, I didn't know, is it set in the present day? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. And two, is it set, because my head's going to America, is it set in America? A lot of it is in America. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of it, a lot of it is, you know, you can trace back to the delightful Donald Trump. And okay. some of them and others just kind of misinformation that people have misconstrued and it's had almost tragic or tragic consequences but some of the stories are so jaw-dropping that you almost don't believe them about the kind of hysteria that people can can get in just the most bizarre stories you've, you've ever heard basically on misinformation the harm it does there's, there's this one where I mean it's not funny that you, you know the whole thing with Trump slagging off the Antifa movement which stands for anti-fascist and kind of de- demonising a group of people to mm-hmm. the point where you oh, know gotcha. they're going to come they're going to kill your babies da, 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 da. it's absolutely all absolutely not nonsense well the, in, in the kind of absolute arse end of nowhere of in a, a state in America I think it was 2020 so it was during lockdown but you were allowed to go out for picnics this family who were Twilight fans it's all a bit it's all a bit strange whoa 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 have whoa. you heard of this no what Twilight as in the books yeah so there were there were Twilight fans so they were all dressed in black they were just a family who loved the characters of, Twi- okay. of Twilight so they simply were dressed in black vampires no, just like emos, I suppose. Okay. And uh, they went out on a on a family camping trip, drove through this funny kind of Hicksville quiet town in America to a, a park, set up on a picnic, and then basically somebody spotted them, called the sheriff, said the Antifas are in town, they're going to kill our our babies, basically. And the next thing they heard, they were set it, they were just having a little barbecue. They could hear gunshots, chainsaws, because some of the townsfolk had basically barricaded them in by sawing off all of these trees. And God knows what would have happened. But the sheriff turns up, realises this family are just a kind of... Slightly unusual. Normal family with a, with a you know, quirky dress sense. And they were going to be absolutely... Re- absolutely railroaded out of town or worse yeah so that's just one that's just one strand of of one story and it's crazy and so so interesting there's one on george 
Floyd, which is so fascinating because there's something in that story that I never knew was a factor in it all. And I'm not going to tell you because it's absolutely insane, but puts a whole different perspective on it. I think... I mean, you can spend time in America. Unless you've lived in America, it is impossible to understand how fundamentally different so much of their culture is compared to ours. So you've obviously got, you know, there are areas of there are areas of the US which are obviously very quite similar in culture to us. You know, like the Northeast and obviously you know the, the you know the, the far west. There is so much in the middle and so much and south and south that is. I mean, I lived in America and I still to this day I just am I in another universe and it's almost like it's not one country you can't almost know it, it no, like one no, country no. and also what we don't under and we, we fail to understand i think here our media doesn't report it particularly well is how controlled their media is over there and i remember going to florida so i lived there years and years and years ago and that was when bush i mean oh my god they were all horrified when bush got in i mean you know but now and so when i lived went to one of those, i went about how many years ago it must have been nine eight nine years ago now to florida and it was just pre the elections it was october just just pre the fateful elections when trump got in and we were in florida anyway and you know wandering around you chat to people and obviously over here it seemed an anathema that you know trump could get in i mean of course he won't i mean of course he won't clinton's gonna get in hillary's gonna get in hillary's gonna get in oh my god everybody you speak to and these are seemingly i mean to be massively judgmental intelligent you know normal like you know like like-minded people you know that you'd meet and you'd chat to and you'd say they'd say that they bring it up I mean you don't bring it up about the election they're like you know oh of course you know Trump's gonna get in and I remember saying to the first one I met no no what what yeah and the shock horror that even you it was you do know this is actually gonna happen everybody in Florida votes mm. for him not everybody obviously and then the fact that, you know, all these things about Hillary that weren't really ever reported. I mean, they are if you do a deep, deep Yeah, deep the, whole, dive, the whole pizza gate was... There's more than that as well. There's a lot more. But if you do yeah, a deep the, dive, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's horrendous. that's reported here. So... In, in, in well, a lot of it's online, isn't it? And a lot of it is... Yeah, but our mainstream press will say, you know, it's not going to get in, it's not going to get in. Whereas actually, he is. He actually, actually well, is. And, and, he, and, and he did, yeah. Gonna, history's going to repeat itself soon as well isn't it oh, potentially well, when you speak to these people but they genuinely it's not as if and they're not particularly they don't come across as being ill-informed people they are really informed but just with a rhetoric that is so one-sided and that i think is what we can't really comprehend about their culture because it doesn't really happen here and i know people say it does and we mm. have biased press mm. i know we have biased press but we have a balance of it a balance mm. of bias both ways mm. well i'm not going into that but why marianne <laughs> Bias press, right. Anyway, so I would honestly urge you to listen to this series. It's brilliant. I just put it on thinking, what's this going to be like? And I was absolutely gripped. It's, they're like horror stories. Well, speaking of that, there is actually that new programme on Netflix, which people keep asking me if I see. I think it's called American Horror Stories. Oh, is it? Yes, it's a three-part. Well, I thought it was a drama, but it's actually a documentary. And again, it is about these things that happen in America that are so... Here we are like, how did that happen? Apparently it's amazing. It's really chilling. So things fell apart. That's what it's called. And how many episodes is it? I'm not really quite sure. I've listened to three. I think it might be six. So Radio 4 or presumably sounds or whatever. Yeah. Very, 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 very good. Right. I have 
um, as we speak. It's not actually arrived because it was supposed to arrive today. It's not arrived. I'm going to see it. I have got some new art. Get you with your oh, art. I know. Not a poster, is it? No. To be fair, I have had it for a, I have had it for a while, but I wasn't ready to get it framed. So I've just had it framed. The framers have taken a long time doing it. But it is a piece of art by my, one of my favourite artists, a guy called Dave Bonaguidi. And I'm not going to tell you what it says. It actually leads very neatly on our Monday mini pod. Oh. It's not so much a mantra, as in it's more, but it's, it's words on a wall. Okay. Your face, you're like that. You've not told me. Have I not? No, I've got words on a wall in my shed, haven't I? Oh, you've got words. Oh, yeah, but not actual, not the same words on a wall. I've got, um, you've got when a, you say it, it's, uh, oh, God, what is it? I know. It's wrong when I say it. Oh, right, yeah. well, whatever, anyway. So I've got, I've got, I've got his as well. I've got some of his in, in Suffolk. And I've got lots of, I've got three of Dave's in Suffolk. But this one is, is, is for my flat. And it's also, Maz, steady yourself bright pink yeah neon pink and it's a phrase it's it's not a famous phrase it's something that he said and he made it for me and it's just brilliant obviously it's got a swear word in it but it's not the c word don't worry that's your favorite it's my favorite but it is i i'm so i'm really really excited and i'm so looking forward to it i'm really looking forward to it we'll we'll see it next week i will take a picture of it and i'll show you and i'm very 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 excited but i can't have that quite big to get on a tattoo We'll save oh, what, the day. words? The words, quite a lot. Yeah, that'd be a sleeve. Not doing that. Mm, can't wait. Right, continuing with the cultural theme. I've sold my kidney, booked tickets to see SJP and Matthew Broderick in Plaza Suite. Yeah. <gasps> this is a, a theatrical production at the Savoy that they're in. It's, um, I think it started either earlier this week yeah, or last week. Yeah. And it goes on until March. And my mate said, oh, my God, we've got to get tickets, got to get tickets. So we were on looking, 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 looking. And the che- and they kept going in front of your eyes. Yeah. And the cheapest we could get, because I, I can't do, I mean, honestly, it goes up to like £400 packages each. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Much as a lover, I'm not doing that. It was £125 we finally found a couple of stall tickets for that. But I can't wait to see it. I just can't wait. And I've I not said to her, reviews, actually. Uh, you know what? Nor have I. I've not seen any. Oh, it better be bloody good. And the other thing I said to my mate Kazza, I said, if the understudies are on that night, I'll get <gasps> my money back. Can you imagine? No, I'll be furious. It's a risk. But um Them's so the it, risk you take. It's, so it's a comedy about love and and marriage all taking i think it's they play three different couples in this hotel suite and it's carrie and ferris bueller yeah i can't (laughs) wait yeah and yeah so that's what i've done because i'm determined this year to be more cultural okay get me christ well if i do that i've got it's expensive to be cultural my bar my bar's low (laughs) my bar is really low so um on that on that note yeah I'm obviously not starting just yet. <laughs> Give us your low bar. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So this is something that everybody can get involved in. It doesn't matter where you live in the UK. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. This is something that everybody can get on board it's with. It's not an expensive it's hobby. It's not expensive at mm-hmm. all. Hobby is probably a, a strong word. Mm-hmm. I have been playing... Ratlet. What do you think these are? Well, don't know, that's probably quite loud. I'm so sorry, I probably burst on an eardrum yeah. doing that. Dominoes. 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 Now... Do you know what? When you first you were first saying, Oh, dominoes, when when it first said we're gonna play dominoes, I was a bit like, <clears throat> Yeah, all right, okay. 
are utterly addicted. Have you I'm, always played dominoes? Not for years. Because when I used to go on holiday, I used to play cards. So we still play cards. I yeah. love cards. I mean, I play cards for hours and hours and hours. But now, fear not, I can add dominoes into the mix. And, obviously, darts. Honestly, oh my God. Oh my God. it's like a pub in here. It's like the dog and duck. <laughs> There's always booze. There's I mean, always booze. It's better than a pub. I tell you what, be cheaper. I'll just come round here. Everybody does. We used to play dominoes when I was I was I was a kid. I never quite understood them because at one point oh, oh, you turn them round and they go a different way, and I never knew when you were allowed to do that. Do you mean if you want. Yeah, and I I never quite yeah. got that. So when you've got a double, the double's got to go perpendicular. Yeah. Other than that, you can, it can be sort of yeah. No, it's only the double. But yeah. even then, if you know if you're not playing on a bit, of, I play when we play on the island here. It's not. You, you, you might get quite near an end. So. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is, it's seriously addictive. It's seriously Are you addictive. good at it? Well, no. It, uh, the thing about this is, I, I've played with somebody recently who basically could count the dominoes. I mean, count the dominoes. So, so Count could, the dominoes? Yes. What do you mean? <sighs> because, well, don't count them for I'm me. I'm not going to count them for um, you, but each domino, there are only so many, so you can, you can see what's gone. Basically, so you can look and go. Well, I know oh, there's not another whatever coming up. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've got a six and a blah blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that takes some doing. That doesn't oh, yeah, it? I can't be asked with that. No, I mean, I it's can't. numbers. I mean, forget it. Absolutely mm. no way. Oh no, I'm not trying to see how long you can spin it for. I didn't know you could spin a domino. Well, Why you'd want to? Well, these have got spinners on them. But so what, got what's the spinner for? So the spinners are when you pull. <laughs> Don't get it. <laughs> When you put them down, are you actually trying to make me actually look like a knob? No, because when I was a kid, our dominoes were cheap plastic, like black. Oh. You've got like marble cream ones yeah. with gold spinners in, in the centre. And I don't know what the spinner's for. So when you put them face down and you need to shuffle them, they can, they shuffle, they can move really easily and they don't scratch. I don't, I don't know. Are you sure? No. Is that, is that, That's what I was told. That, oh, like, I don't, I'm seeing with it's they're so satisfying to put on a table and, and just spin. Around. I would like to spin them. Yeah, yeah. honestly, spin I, the wheel. These are. I, I really is wish. One missing? No, there isn't one missing. I don't. I don't think, well, don't know, it I looks don't like there's one missing to me, Kat. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't thrown them. You the dropped floor. one. No, I haven't. I might have the other week. I might have I might have thrown some cards. On well, the that is a cheap, satisfying winter game. But no, it's a great holiday game as well. Oh, and holiday game. You can just bob it in your bag. Look about, look at that. I mean, it's amazing. All you need is like a, you don't even need that much space because you can make it work. You know, you can make the, the areas be as small as you like. You just twist your dominoes accordingly. I love and dominoes. I love cards. I don't love darts, but I have played darts. It's proper northern in here now. Don't be such a, no, it's not. It's like house of fun. <laughs> it's a glorified, glorified child lives here. No, it's not. It's brilliant. Love no, it. It's amazing. Yeah. Cheap. Look at that, you see. Cheap entertainment. Cheap as chips. It's amazing. Loving it. And, can I say, the older you get, the more it's really good for your brain. Is it? Yes. I suppose it is. Of course it is. Yeah, you've got to think, haven't you? Well, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Loving that. Yeah. Well, on the theme of cheap, I am re-wearing for my final thing. I noticed that. I know. I've had this for years. It's a T-bar gold necklace, and I never know how to say this lovely designer's Me name. Neither. Tilly Sveas. That's Tilly how I've always said it. Is it S-V-E-A-A-S? Yes. And she does amazing, amazing, amazing jewellery. My favourites are all her T-bar stuff. And the problem is, I saw somebody on Insta wearing a giant, really giant 
one of her silver chunky necklaces. So it's much bigger than this right, okay. and much more stable. Well, all I'm going to say and is, now I want that. But all I'm going to say is, you're not very tall, and I think if it was any bigger, and also in silver, it might look that you should be being tied up somewhere with it. Like a Rottweiler or a very <laughs> oh, yeah. dashed. Well, I was going to go. For, I was, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking, oh, we're going to do dog types now. I was going to do a cow. <laughs> cow. Cheers for that. <laughs> but it looks like something you'd, you know, you'd hook, you, you hook them up to a but wall. You have to be careful on the chain, don't Why? you? Because some of them, well, like the watch chains do look like sometimes leashes. But there's different ones, isn't there? There's belchers, there's whatever, whatever. I, do, I just want the next size up and just wear it alone. Okay. I you bet know, it's not be layered. Amazing. I would love the Well, I've not got bracelets. it. I'm just thinking that I'd like one. The bracelets are great. I want a T-bar bracelet. And do you know what she does as well? T-bar earrings that are really nice. Really? Yeah, they're so nice. I'm going to get you into them. Okay, fine. All right, brilliant. We'll but I'm re-wearing. Those. I just thought, I've got all this jewellery that I don't really look at. Yeah. Bring it out and re-wear it. Well, I wear the same things every day. Well, I do. But then when you get bored, instead of instead of thinking, oh, I need something new, you don't. You need one of your old bits and bobs. I mean, that, I mean, I tell you, I never, ever, and ever take that off. That is Tiffany. Tiffany, and that's Tiffany, and I barely take that off. Well, they don't do it in silver anymore. No, I know. They don't do it in gold. I'm well, special. I don't take these off because you can't take them off, so I don't take... I don't take the Cartier off because it's. Oh, you have to be unscrewed, don't you? I have to be screwed unscrewed out yeah, of it. I have to screwed, and I, yeah, and that one, that one, that that little bracelet there is actually welded on. Oh god, that's the welded one on. I can't afford the Cartier one, but I'd like to. Oh, I know. Yeah, we have. Oh, that was last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. We had long conversations about we did. that. Got there, right? Okay, okay, thank you. It is a wrap, folks. Thank you for listening to Being There, Done That, Got the Podcast. Now, do leave us a nice review wherever you listen to us because it does all help. And for polls next week, do follow us on Insta at, at Got the Podcast. See you for our mini pod on Mondays. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye bye.